0: Hi, I'm Andy, Compulsive Overeater. I came into these rooms 11 years ago. I did not have another purge My chest felt like it was going to explode. All the veins in my body, including my face, were popped. I had never known how people's eyeballs popped until I had my last you know, extreme binge, um, and purge. And that's how I ended up here. I got into disease as an adult, but I've always been a compulsive overeater. I have always been, um, overweight my whole life and, um, you know, growing up and there's times where people share their pictures. And I will say next time, I promise I'll have them ready for you guys. There was, um, there is a picture of me a year old, and I'm not overweight. So obviously, life happened in the isms of the family disease, and food became my number. Um, I remember crying and stuffing my face because I had to. You know, I was one of those, you better eat everything or get, you know, knocked around, and and I had to. And I remember saying, I will never cry while I'm eating again as an adult, you know, because now no one's kicking my ass. But I I married into the alcoholism, the family disease, and I did cry a lot while I ate to numb the pain of being unhappy. Fast forward, um, in my early 30s, I went into another program for people who love addicts. And then uh, about six years in, I realized that the revenge diet um, was making me, was making my life miserable. Um, So what was I in there? Like four years. And then, and then I had um, a chronic depression, broken heartedness happened where I lost a lot of weight. And then when I started to really work my program, as far as opening up and being honest, I couldn't deal with the feelings. And back came some of the weight. And that's when I got into the binging and purging. I was in there pretty good about two years. And there was a lot of shame in saying that I got, I became bulimic in my early, mid-30s, almost late 30s. It was embarrassing. Um, But that's my truth. Uh, People, places, and things still bother me. Um, I recently had another unprovoked seizure, so I have now been diagnosed with epilepsy. Um, The medication they're giving me makes me very irritable. Um, As I heard you say about my serenity, I'm like, God, I hope it comes back, because there are moments where I cannot cannot do that. Um, I'm literally a newcomer. Thank you for all the reminders. And this is what I do. I wake up. I thank God I'm alive. I thank God I didn't wake up in the hospital because my, my seizures are pretty bad. I wake up a few hours later in the hospital and um, I say, OK, God, what, what are we going to do today? You know, And, you know, sometimes he's HP. Sometimes he's Jesus. Sometimes he's God. Sometimes he's, you know, spiritual healer. Sometimes it's a goddess. Sometimes it's a warrior. Sometimes it's a princess. Sometimes it's a queen, you know, um, whatever I needed to be at that moment. And 99.9% of the time, I find him in OA. It's skin. It, it comes through with sharing experience, strength, and hope. Um, I came in at 157, completely sick. So having to not binge and purge um, was hard, not to gain the weight, but I gained some weight. So then I went up to almost 200 pounds last year before my first seizure. And um, I really couldn't stop eating. I'm a sick puppy and I just couldn't stop eating. I had a kid on the streets. And I wanna say you go to recovery and you're fixed. But for me, Uh, it's a daily battle and I couldn't stand not knowing if she was going to be alive or not the next day I couldn't stand knowing the things that drug addicts do to get what they got to get it was too painful and so I went back to the food and you know it didn't work of course not and now I'm 200 pounds I gained 40 pounds in recovery and um, I had my seizure and um we thought it was food poisoning. Doctor wasn't convinced, but they were monitoring me. And a week before my one-year anniversary, I got another seizure. So now I'm medicated. And I feel so sick, so out of control, so furious all the time. And I've been, I've been good for months, even before the seizure. But I always joke, but it's not really funny. I don't have any resentments. I can't shut the hell up. If you piss me off, I'm going to tell you. You know that's not okay i don't like that you know i don't approve so um you know it's hard it's really hard because you know i want to i want to rip some people's faces off right now i want to come out of my skin um and and the only thing i have is recovery so sometimes i can for a minute close my eyes take a breath Where are you? Where are you, Andy? You're hiding in the garage. You took a deep breath, that's good. Sometimes I can't even take a deep breath. I'm so anxious, this medication is driving me nuts. And um, And I do say HP, what the F, you know, because um, I, I had a conversation with HP and it was like, you know, I will never be an Olympian. I will never be a, a a marathon runner. I I mean, I have limit maybe for the handicap one, but physical limitations. I won't ever be like an Olympian, you know. I will. I don't think I'm getting older, and with all these different things happening to me, I don't see myself going under the knife for life, for luxury today. So I said, you know, one day I'm gonna be able to have a big smile, and I'm not gonna have any teeth. And I'm just going to be present for whoever the generation that comes and then just be there because everybody wants to be heard. And, and God, you know, just don't take my brain, you know, just don't take my brain. And um, and this is happening. And I have to believe that there is not a spot that God is not. Because Connie always told me when I couldn't deal with not knowing where my daughter was. There is not a spot where God is not. He's either nothing or he's all. And I chose to believe that God is everything. And that there is not a spot where he is not. So I put him in the drug dealer's place. I put him in the streets with my daughter. I put him everywhere. And I put him in the heartache of a mother. And um, it's not fun. It's not easy. Sometimes I want to blame. Oh, blame is so much fun. You know, if you wouldn't be a drunk, then I wouldn't be crazy. If you wouldn't be an addict, then I wouldn't have gained my weight back. Oh, it would be so much easier. But I know the truth. And the truth is, that's not true. The truth is, I don't know why I'm here. I don't know why I'm sick. I don't know when I'll get better. I don't even know if I'll get better. All I know is that I have right here, right now. And I feel like a failure a lot. I would love to come here and be a Barbie. And yes, I am the queen. I still believe that I am the queen. <laughs> you know, like um, another bozo on the bus, but mine, I have a crown, you know, I have the accessorize. And it's hard. And I was at a retreat a few months ago and, you know, the word that came to me as something that I would want to connect with my higher power with and really meditate on and, and let it in because I'm such a smart ass is um, I'll tell you what the practice was. The practice was there was over 250 or 100 and some character defects. And I looked at all of them. I'm like, oh, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Oh, I don't think I need this. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Melody. Humility is what you will have. And so I ask my higher power, help me be humble. Because I can't do step seven without being humble. So help me be humble. Ten and that's how much? Uh, that was 10 minutes. You have 10 more minutes. Okay. Yeah. So, so that was my word. And so when this happens, of course, it's like, why, 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 why? And, you know, why me, of course. And then what, 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 what do I need to learn? And it's like, how about me? Maybe nothing. How about I'm just an instrument? How about I'm supposed to just be here, sitting here, you know, posing around? I don't know. How do I stay abstinence through this? This, this, I don't really know. I'm telling you, I can't hold anything in. Um, I did have a daily practice with my sponsor I absolutely adore her she's mean scary looking sounding well not looking but like I'm scared of her literally scared of her and every time I come to her and I'm like oh she's gonna kick my ass she is the most gentle loving kind and understanding person and we do the seven step prayer and I read to her what 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 came out of me. I believe it's poison stuck inside of me. So I write it out, get out the, the poison. The papers don't lie, you know? And um, I know that this medicine's making me very aggressive, but I wouldn't even know that without recovery. I would have blamed myself or I would have blamed others. But I have a long enough pause to know Today you have tools. You might not be able to get to them. They may not work well, but you could try, Andy. You could try. And and I wrote, and I know that I'm not where I used to be, because I came into recovery wanting to um, murder my husband and not get caught. And um, the first sentence in my in my writing this morning was, "Thank you, God, for one for a wonderful husband." You know, he's the one that has caught me with my seizures. He's the one that took me to the hospital. He's the one that has to put up with the bulk of my lashing out because I'm shaking and there's no one else. And, um, and I don't like it and I don't want to. And I apologize and I tell him it's going to get better. It's going to get better. And I thank him and I said, you know, we both were traumatized. You had a badass wife. You just saw my hair flying. You knew I was up to no good every day. I traveled the world by myself all the time. He knew I was badass. And then now I I can't even walk on the streets alone. He checks on me every now and then cuz I, you know, he's caught me not well. So, I'm not even allowed to be on the streets on my own yet. I went from being this crazy wild woman who took her power back in recovery to to you know to vulnerability to humbleness I need help I can't do it alone and um it's frustrating like there's Christmas crap up there and there's a ladder right there and I'm looking at my garage going I want to get on the fucking ladder and get my Christmas crap but I know I can't I mean I could but I risk hurting me And then that'll affect both of us. So I don't. Just little things like that, that um, without recovery, I would have been a bitch crazy woman. Um, I'm still crazy. I'm a little bitchy. But I love him. I love God. I love recovery. I show up even when I don't want to, even when I think I'm a failure, because I'm not binging and purging just for today, because I keep coming back even when I don't want to. Thanks for letting me share. Oh, and I lost 20 pounds (laughs) so far.